2: Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON.
1: Yeah. I wanna ball like the list. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm blowing I'm with the net. Doing for the team. I was in high school trains Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a team. Come all these girls to a ring. I wanna ball like the wizards. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm blowing on the net. Girls do a shop for the team. I was in high school with Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Come all these
2: girls to a Hey guys, welcome to the Locked On Wizards Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Troy Halinbert. And joins me on the other line, Mister Urban Sports seeing himself, Mister <laughs> Wale Okenzo. How you doing today?
0: I'm good, Troy man. I'm I'm glad to be on the show, man. You know, I man, you've always blessed blessed us with your appearance. Now I'm glad I can get, get the, I get the opportunity to do the same, man.
2: Exactly, man. I I greatly appreciate you taking the time. As you said, man, you 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 definitely uh, got my feet wet in the uh, whole podcasting. Uh, <laughs> Uh, world just in general by making you know guest appearances on, on your podcast over the years I, i'm glad that you know uh, you, you could return the favor and 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 come on uh my, my podcast and and talk about some washington wizards basketball man hey
0: man you're doing it you're doing it man you're you, you doing it big bro so it ain't nothing i, I mean you may say you may say that i may got your feet wet but you're doing it like you know what i mean so it don't even matter you are a ball yeah, man, bro. You a ball. Like I
2: said, I really appreciate it. You
0: know, uh, Anytime, I, man. I didn't
2: know I could do it until I started doing it. So you know, you got know, you got to thank those who throw those alley oh, there. I
0: get you, man. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll dunk it in for you. I appreciate it. Let me let you, let you dunk <laughs> That's that what's thing, up. That's what's up, man. But man, uh,
2: we, we're, we're here. To, uh, we just we just uh, we both uh, were finished watching the uh, Washington Wizards uh, fall to the Orlando Magic, one twenty five to one twenty one. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to talk about uh, the game that we both just watched uh, b- before we get into some bigger picture
0: wizard mm-hmm. things.
2: But let, let's, we got to talk about the outcome of that game. Yeah. Um, you know, it seems that the, the, the Wizards were pretty much down uh, the majority of the game. I
0: mean, mm-hmm. they were
2: down, you know, 16 points with, you know, about five minutes to go. Yes. And then all of a sudden they just went on this great run. And they, they got it to a point where they got the ball, you know, down three, Mm-hmm. With, you know uh with some time left on the clock and you know they had the possession uh, uh that that play ended up in a, a Bradley Bill turnover when he threw the ball into the backcourt and Markel Falls gets it and dumps it for an and one essentially yeah. ending the game um what what did you see from that play and and what what do you think could have been done differently from oh, Bradley Bill's part
0: I feel so bad for Bradley Bill in that situation because, I mean, down the stretch, he was so clutch. I mean, hitting those threes off the curl or, or off the transition to get the back to that situation, uh, cutting the lead to one, and, and, you know, obviously they made the two free throws, and now it's an opportunity to go. You know, you, can, you don't have to go for three at that situation. You had about, I want to say, 48 seconds at that time. And, you know, Bradley going for the layup, I don't know he had a chance to get the layup on that curl on the design plate. He had an opportunity to go for the layup, for, you know, to cut it to one. And he just tries to, you know, kick it out for three I and mean, and he just you know, it's a bad passes. because L hits the passing lane. Um, I just think that Br- I I wanna say this because I don't want to put all the blame on Bradley Bill. I'm kinda of thinking to myself, well, was that a design play for Bradley to geek it, you know, to go for the layup deacon and thinking that somebody's open like that was discussed in you know, during the timeout. Because that was a pure that was a layup, man. You gotta take that, cut it to one, play you know, try to get a stop. You get a stop, you get the ball back, you get an opportunity. If you get a stop, or even if they do hit the shot and go three, you still got an opportunity to go for three down the road anyway. So I don't know what Braddy Bill is thinking. I'm trying, I'm hoping, because I just think that he came so close down the stretch, I am hoping that that was a design thing that was called by the coaching staff.
2: Well, I mean, even if it was a design play called yeah. by the coaching staff, I mean, this, this, I think this, this goes back to, you know, just the different levels of, uh, of tiers of NBA stars. And, you know, NBA stars, there are, you know, all NBA players or superstars. Yeah. And then there's, like, you know, MVP candidate type of course. yeah. And I think that Brad, you know, he is solidifying himself as a definite star player, all-star Agreed. player in this league. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between being an all-star player and being an all-NBA level player. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that a part of that has to do with a part of the difference that separates all, all NBA players from All Stars is the ability to lead your team to victory. Agree. And, and by leading your team to victory, you have to make solid decisions. You have mm-hmm. to you have to be in the position at the end of games to make smart basketball plays and to lead your team to victory. And like, yes, Brad. I mean, he hit some amazing three point shots sure, to get them sure, back yeah. in that game. Mm-hmm. But I mean that. I mean that 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 decision is just. It's just unconscionable. Like for him to 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 make that first of all, Brad has struggled with his passing. Like he he's had a lot of turnovers. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know. From from making bad passes literally all season long. And mm-hmm. so like that play was a bad play and you know, with seven minutes left in the first quarter, you know, for him to make that play, drive it all the way to the basket and, and kicking it all the way out like to Isaiah Thomas, like that was a bad basketball yeah, decision it was. in the first quarter. That was a, like, it's just a terrible basketball decision to be made in the fourth quarter at the end of the game when you're down three points, which is one possession. He makes uh-huh. that layup. You're like, you know, then we get into a fouling game. you're yeah. only down one. And as you saw, Fournier came down. He and did missed miss a free throw yeah. or two down the stretch at the end. Like, you just, you have to put yourself in position to, to, to at least give yourself a chance. And, yeah. I mean, that play, I mean, that that was just, Uh, That was just a bad basketball play for Brad. But
0: even Troy, even though even he makes that, they don't even have the five. If he makes that layup, they don't have have enough time on the clock to even play defense. That's why I don't get why he even decided to try to make a play for three. Like even if you made the layup, you still have time to get a stop. It wasn't less than twenty four seconds. So at that point in time, I'm like thinking to myself, like, dude, why are you even throwing that pass out for, for that in that situation? Like, why just take the layup? And it goes back to what you're saying. I totally agree with you. I think when I hammer this through, I don't make people, you know, with the fans need to pay attention to this to what you just said. You know, as much as you, I mean, as much as folks like Bradley Bill and whatnot, right now he's put, he solidified himself as an all star. When we start talking superstars, that's a different level. And where he's at now, like, decision making is the key. Like, down the stretch, you got to see that, all right, you got to know, you got to know situation, you got to know clock, and you got to know, all right, and then you got to have belief, and you got to know what, on those three things you gotta know what's going down when it's com- when it's coming down to clutch time. And in that situation, like Bradley Bill just lost his mind. And you know, I don't wanna say the pressure got to him. That's why I was trying to go with the coach, I was trying to be PC with it, but you know, pressure but pressure bust pipes, right? So in that situation to me it's like, all right, you know what I mean, obviously the moment got a little bit t- little bit too big too big for him. And also too, you gotta know who you are. Like, you're not a passer, right? Like LeBron in that situation. He's probably gonna make the right pass if he's gonna if he's gonna make make that move. I saw it with the Lake um in the Dallas Mavericks game when he fought when he found Danny Green in the corner. Like he did that, he's passive a layup and and found Danny Green. Because exactly. he's a Exactly. But Danny you know, Green
2: in the corner, In, corner. No, hey, in I, the I, corner. I agree. I agree. Exactly. It's Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you.
0: I'm with you. I'm just saying, like, but you know who you are. When you were a scorer and you're not a great passer, take that Take that bucket, man! Because at the end of the day, like again, you're giving your team another opportunity to win the game. Now you at the, now you flip the whole squ- flip the whole switch. All that hard work you just did, you pretty much cost your team the game down the end. All right, yeah, but as you said, though, Brad Brad's decision that that was a very critical play
2: in the game, mm-hmm. but it's not the reason why they lost the game. Yeah, and yeah. I think that there is there is a lot of blame to go around as to the reason why the Wizards uh, lost the game, I'd say uh, the number one thing to blame is that the team just literally, they they, they can't stop anybody.
0: <laughs> I know. Like, I mean, <laughs> we're
2: talking about the Orlando Magic who came into the game, you know, they, they, they're averaging 100 points a game. They were ranked mm-hmm. 31st in the entire NBA at points per game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they finished the game with 125 points. Like, Markel Foltes has his a season high, almost career banner game against uh, his hometown team,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: it's just like it's just like okay, I understand that you know that they they clearly made a conscious effort in their scatter report to go under Markelle folks sure. screens, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's like at the end of the day, like all right, if the dude starts hitting one or two shots, it's like yo, maybe you should start getting up under him a little bit, and there's a difference between going under screens and still trying to contest shots. And then, which is not what the Wizards were doing, as opposed to, like, them literally dying on screens and literally just, like, not playing defense and giving NBA-quality players wide-open shots. Like, there's a a big difference between, all right, we're trying to uh, funnel and direct, you know, Uh low-percentage players to take low-percentage shots, like, versus – like, literally just not playing defense and just giving NBA players wide open shots. I think there's a there's a fine line there, and the Wizards are, like, very egregiously stepping over that.
0: I mean, Markel was 8 for 10 from the field, 19 points. Markel had eight. and like you said, they played under the screen, and they played him. I'm going to just call it for what it is. They played him like he was a streetball street basketball player, not an NBA basketball player. They didn't just go under the screen. They went under the screen, let him set, get his feet set, then shoot the jump sh- jumper. And that, that's ridiculous. Like, no no contesting. Like, you can, let, you can go under the screen, but show at least show a little bit. They didn't show at all. Um, so, Markel got a rhythm. And we all know, regardless of the fact, like, the kid is talented. So, you let Markel Fultz get a rhythm, then now he's getting confidence he's going to knock down a couple of threes, which is bad. I mean, I mean let's read off some of the people, some of the individuals who score. Uh, Vucevic has 30. Uh, Fournier has 25. You guys do that 19, 25, and 30. Players at 19, 25, and 30. That's that's poorest defense. on the starting unit, like that's terrible. You know what I mean? Again, this and this Orlando team isn't the best shooting team, like as you as you stated. Like they got to get better defensively, man. They got to because that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, you
2: know, they're literally one of the worst defensive teams in the history of the NBA. Yeah, uh, at their current rate right now. But you know, I think that a part of their defensive strategy has to do with you know, and, and this will, this will be another. A uh, uh, blame piece of the blame pie for
0: mm-hmm. why it was
2: his lost, and that has to go to the head coach Scott Brooks.
0: Yeah, he knows
2: that he has a bad defensive team. Then he's got to do a better job of trying to put together lineups where the, the team's not going to be leaking on the defensive end, the entirety of the game. Like, like I mean, I, I understand like why they, that they made a decision to start Isaiah Thomas as yeah. point guard mm-hmm. because I mean he literally is a better basketball player than If Smith. So yeah. I get why he's starting. But at the end of the day, like he doesn't have to play, you know, he doesn't have to start the game playing the first ten minutes of the game, like yeah. either. Like, you know, he can stagger these minutes a little bit more so that you can get more Ish and Brad playing together and you know, like and, and maybe have Isaiah playing on the second unit with guys like Troy Brown and 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 Davis Bertans and Mo Wagner, who have turned out to be, you know, uh uh, you know, the Wizards kind of their best uh post defenders, they're best uh-huh. defenders on the team. And I don't I don't think it, 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 we've gotten to the point, I don't think that there is a coincidence that the Wizards go on runs when you have Mo Wagner and Davis Bertheim in the game. Yeah. So it's like when you have Scott Brooks who you know he, he, he says all the time about how he rides the hot hand
0: and uh-huh. you
2: know uh, with his coaching style, like then why the heck, I'm trying to figure out why he put Rui Hashimura and Isaiah Thomas back in the game. Because those were not the hot hands. Those weren't the guys who got them back in the game. And for some reason, with four minutes left in the game, five minutes left in the game, he puts Rui and Isaiah Thomas back in the game, and then is, like, somehow shocked that, you know, Orlando, that they can't get any stops. Like it, well, just, it, it, from, it just doesn't make any sense from my perspective.
0: Yeah, I, and I get that. You know, for me, the Rui, with is like what I, what I don't like is that once Rui's in the game, you don't run anything for Rui. So it's like, why do you have him in the game? If you don't run anything for him. Like this guy, he doesn't do
2: anything but score. He doesn't play defense. Yeah. He doesn't he rebounds a little bit? Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He, he he doesn't really have that feel for the game. So yeah. if he's not. If you're not running plays, there's no purpose in being out.
0: Exactly. There. Well, you got Bertans, who who's who's a who's a three point shooter. He's a marksman. It is what it is. Like he's coming on curls. So and you see that. And then to be real with you, they they are running things for Hans because he's such a good shooter. So they're running things for him. And same for Mo, Mo um, for Mo, Mo uh, for Mo Wagner. It's like you when you see him on a pick, a pick and roll and he pops out or a pick and pop. He's such a good three point shooter. You know you running stuff for him. And even when he rolls, he he knows how to finish and finds angles to finish around the basket. So my thing when I, I mean about Scott Brooks is like in that situation when this team was making a run. Like yeah, I'm with you. Keep those dudes in. It's Smith. Like you see how it's just running the offense. Like he's finding these shooters. Right. Isaiah is a scorer. Therefore, Isaiah's not finding these dudes like it's just fine. It's just all his, his his thing is all right. You know what? I'm gonna push it. I can find my shooters. You know, if either they're trailing or if either, even if they're on the wing, I find them on the kickout. There's so much it's just trying to do in terms of passing the ball and find these these dudes that are, that are hot. Same thing with C.J. Miles finding C.J. Miles. Isaiah, when you bring in Isaiah in the game, Isaiah's about getting his getting his. So like, yeah, in that situation, you, you want to keep those guys. They to – because they have a rhythm. And then on the defensive side of the ball, I don't know what Scott Brooks is doing defensively in terms of how he's commandically coaching it because, I mean, Isaiah is a defensive liability. He's always been a defensive liability wherever he's been at. But there's teams that have kind of masked it and helped it out, like Boston. You know what I mean? They were still a good defensive team with Isaiah. And you know that team would try to post up Isaiah and, and go against the Isaiah. But something about the Wizards, it's like maybe it's a combination of everything, having Isaiah and having a Thomas Bryant who isn't the best defender, a lot of energy, but not, not the best defender. Having individuals like that maybe make this, I mean, it kind of it, it's a perfect storm for their defense. But I'm I'm like, you know what, at the end of the day, like you got to get dudes to play. Like you can't be giving up 120 on a regular. Like at the end of the day, I don't care how, like you, either you want to play in an NBA, you want to play more zone. I don't know what it is, but you got to find something that works. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm
2: going to address one of the things that you just said. I, Isaiah Thomas. He he played. that Boston was able to have a good defense surrounding Isaiah Thomas and Boston mm-hmm. because they had Marcus Smart and Avery Bradley, literally Agreed. two Agreed. of the best perimeter defenders <laughs> in the entire NBA. Like Agreed. the Wizards Agreed. don't even have they, they don't have anything close to that. So Agreed. this is mm-hmm. not the same situation. at all. Yeah. it's not even like it's not even close. And it's like mm-hmm. it, it, it's like you have to go in like like this is not something that's uncommon. Like like I'm not a professional a basketball coach or, you know, a talent evaluator or developer. But like, mm-hmm. you know, these is these are like very obvious things that mm-hmm. like the Washington Wizards are just not acknowledging as a franchise or, or, or Scott Brooks is not acknowledging as a head coach because he just keeps making these poor decisions on a on a regular basis. And mm-hmm. like I think part of the problem that I have is the fact that, you know, the, the Wizards that like in order to the Wizards don't have enough talent in order to play in these games where they have bad coaching decisions,
0: Agreed. like just the,
2: the margin of error is just too small, mm-hmm. and the, the Wizards just aren't good enough to to overcome some of these decisions from Scott Brooks. It's it's just, just kind of baffling, like because we get him, we're getting them on a nightly basis, man. But mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. just doesn't have the feel or the rhythm to to know, like okay. All right, so, like, he's been riding hot hands. Like, there was literally a game earlier this year where Rui couldn't get – Rui with the hot hand, and he couldn't get back in the game because he said <laughs> that he was riding uh, Bertons, and, or he was riding the uh, the players who were playing well at the time. And then he does the exact opposite in this situation, where you have C.J. Mounds is literally playing his best game as a wizard. He,
0: he finished is, with he's 21
2: hot. He hit six threes in the he's game. Hot, man. And he takes him out, and he puts back in Rui. Like, it just – it doesn't make any sense. It's like he coaches like that's the thing that really gets me about Scott Brooks is the fact uh-huh. that he's consistently inconsistent. It's like it's like yo know, he he'll 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 be very rigid with his decision making and he'll stick to his guns all the way up until he switches it and then every time he switches it's always the wrong decision to switch. Like it's like he he stick to his guns. He goes oh I'm gonna you know uh, play play the hot hand. And then, literally, he, he's he been doing that for, like, for like the last two or three seasons because he's been yep. playing yep. the hot hand. Like, mm-hmm. I remember there was a game last year where the Wizards were down, like, 20 points to the Cavs, and they literally came all the way back, yeah. and they had a final possession, and he didn't put Brad back in the game. I'm like, yo, dude, like, are, you, are we trying to win NBA games here? Because it's like, I understand that all right, some of these dudes, like, they brought us back in. But, yo, put Brad back in the damn game. like, right? yeah. In this situation, so he'll ride the hot hand in every other situation. And, then, and and today he's just like yo, I don't know what like when he looked down that bench like when he put in Isaiah Thomas and Rui Hashimura, like I just knew that they were getting ready to lose that game because they can't stop anybody with those guys yeah. on the floor. It just it just doesn't make sense, man. I, I'm I'm sorry. I love I'm going on you, a, on a little bit of a tangent. I love here, your passion,
0: man. I love Scott, it.
2: Man. Scott Scott Brooks' uh, lineup and rotation decisions kind of does that
0: to me. No, I love your passion, man. First of all, I want to say I love your passion because I mean, while I was watching, I was thinking, I was thinking pretty much the same thing. because when I look? I mean, you know how I feel about Scott Brooks. I'm not going to, like keep going. Over, I'm not going overboard on you. We, we talk about it on Twitter and whatnot, even on the show. Like at the end of the day, though, you know what I mean. Like this team is in the Eastern Conference, and I'm and I'm gonna say it they're in the Eastern Conference. And there are teams in this conference that aren't as talented. Like they don't have a Bradley Bills, right? You know what I mean. They don't have a guy like Isaiah Thomas who used to be a candidate for league MVP, or they don't have, um, like, shooters or, you know, I mean, big fives who can shoot the ball like this or shoot, like, for a chance. And and these teams are winning games, man. Orlando is winning games. Orlando, you know, isn't, like, the most talented team. or well, I, I think they're more talented this season than they were last year. Um, but you've he's, he's got teams, like, that are really fighting and pushing and grinding and, and winning games. And I feel like you don't have a player – teams don't have, like, the Bradley Bill. Like, Bradley Bill just that gave you 44, 44, and gave you 30-plus tonight. Like, and gave, just gave you 30 tonight. Like, having a guy like that – and I'm not calling him a superstar, but having a guy like that in the Eastern Conference, you should be better. Like, you know what I mean? You should be better. And to me, that's more of, a, and that's more of an indictment on the coaching. Yeah? yeah, no, I think it's
2: definitely an indictment on the coaching, but – you know, I I I'll say this, and, and you know, there's been a lot of reporting on this. Like people say, you know, a lot of people on Twitter say, you know, when are they going to fire Scott Brooks? Like,
0: mm-hmm. or if
2: they're going to fire Scott Brooks, but like that's not happening. Yes,
0: yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's not. It's not
2: even something like even worth discussing at mm-hmm. this point. Scott Brooks is not getting fired this year. Yeah. I can promise you that's not going to happen. So you know, it, it's really not even anything that's really even getting worth getting worked up over. No, it's not. It's not, not going to change. So. It's not at
0: all. Not at all.
2: Yeah, but uh, I, I wanted to talk about some uh, – some uh, one other thing that I wanted to talk about coming from tonight, and we can use it as both a, a topic of conversation for tonight's game mm-hmm. and um, a big-picture conversation. I want to talk about uh, why Troy Brown Jr. has been struggling so much to, to, to kind of get it going in his mm-hmm. second year. Um, I, I, I know that, you know, tonight he only had two points at, on one of five shootings. You know, he continues to be a, a great rebounder. He has seven rebounds um, in the game. And so, you know, I, I'm trying to figure out, what do you, what have you seen from Troy Brown uh, Jr. this season so far? Wow. And, and why do you think he has struggled to kind of get going?
0: I guess, all right, so I'm going to ask you this, this question to you about Troy Brown. What is your feeling for Troy Brown?
2: My feeling for Troy Brown would yeah. be, Oh, that's a good question.
0: Yeah,
2: that's a good question. Um, could... mm-hmm.
0: huh,
2: man, you know what? My feeling for Troy Brown would be like a quality, okay. um, like, mm-hmm. like like a, like like a Kyle Anderson from Kyle Anderson. Uh, the old San Antonio days, slow mo, slow mo. Like yeah, I like so slow mo. A, a mm-hmm. guy who can play, you know, one through three, and mm-hmm. just be a good versatile. Competent NBA winning player.
0: Got you. All right. So my thing about so my thing about Troy Brown is that Troy Brown it, to me is 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 a guy that should be on your bench. He's a role player. Um, I don't expect a lot of Troy Brown. I think he should be a guy who plays defense, solid of defense. He's not a three and D player because I mean he doesn't have that ability to be a three and D player at this point in time in his career. I mean you never know what somebody's gonna work on a game, um, but he can play defense. Um, I would expect more out of him defensively. I expect more out of him defensively. Why is he struggling? I just don't I just I think he's at to me I don't Troy Brown is a is a player right now that is is like he's he's trying to find his niche. And you can tell um and I don't know and I I kinda of feel like and just again I don't wanna keep harping on Sky Brooks. I think Sky Brooks is putting too much on the kid. Um I mean, you can tell like he's trying to be aggressive, he's trying to do this. He just should just play his role. Like, on this team, he needs to play a particular role. You give him one role to do. Play hey, Troy, play defense wrap-up, and we can go from there. And I think then that would be a better situation for Troy Brown. Now, when yeah. if you're trying to make Troy Brown into, like, this 10, 15-point score, like, auto, you know what I mean? Like, what folks want like, to make auto, like, what auto was doing for this team, like, scoring, like, 15. I don't think that's in his repertoire right now. I really don't. I don't look at him as that type of player. But he didn't knock down the outside shot. He's not. He's not consistent enough in knocking down the outside shot. So when I look at Troy Brown, I look at a guy like yeah, he's athletic, and to me he's he's a solid. He should be a solid defender, but you don't put on his plate to be like a fifteen point score because to me he just he's not there yet. Yeah. So
2: yeah, I, I think then if 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 you, you raise a valid point, and you know if that's the case, then I think that you know Troy Brown should probably go back to the bench then because oh he's,
0: he should to me yeah he I think he to
2: me. I think that the team would probably be better off having a guy like C.J. Miles in the starting lineup. You know, C.J. Miles is a a 15-year NBA veteran who Mm -hmm. knows how to play the rigors of playing in the NBA on a nightly basis and Mm -hmm. can play against starter-caliber players, whereas Troy Brown, Jr., who has very limited experience, you know, I mean, the guys played less than 1,000 NBA minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a dude who could greatly benefit from going back to the bench and you know, having his role reduced and, like you say, like focusing on doing one or two things. Like, you know, I think that he can be a good secondary ball handler. Yeah. And he could also—he's a great rebounder at the guard position, mm-hmm. and he's a great cutter and a great screen setter. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think these are things that he could greatly benefit from from playing in the second unit with those guys, like uh, you know, Bert Hines and, and, and Mo. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, if Smith, like, you know, he could be that secondary ball handler for if Smith. Whereas, you know, if he's playing with uh, Brad and I.T., I, you know I mean, he's never going to be able to dribble the ball. Like, he's, he's never going he's to not. get to like, that. Like, he's literally, you know, relegated to a role that he's not good at. Like, you yeah. know, his job is, you know, those guys are dominating the ball so much. And yeah. so, you know, when, when, when they kick it out to him, his job is to shoot. He's yeah, shooter. Shooter. He's not a good shooter. shooter. So a good shooter. Doesn't, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't really like. It doesn't really fit.
0: So, yeah, I would, yeah. yeah, yeah. And to that point, like I would start either like you mentioned, CJ Miles or Bertans. Like I just feel like it's better for spacing. Like it's all about spacing for like right now. So you can put CJ. I think CJ's a good. I, I didn't think about. I just think about So, I think CJ would be better. Now that you state it. because CJ one, he's been a starter before. He gets you spacing. He's real streaky. I I think to me he's a better defender. Um. yeah, I like that one, actually. CJ would be, would be a better starter. I just think that when you're looking at Troy Brown, you're asking so much for this kid, you know what I mean? And out of coming out of college, he's always been a decent defender. That was, like, more of his reputation anyway. Um. So, you know, put him on the bench, and he can learn more, less pressure, and it, and it may be better for him in the long run. Yep,
2: yep. I think that, uh, you know, this is something that Scott Brooks uh, and the rest of the coaching staff should look uh, very – Closely at over over mm-hmm. the next few games, just you know, think about making a, a decision there. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want to um, talk about uh, uh one of the one one of the big training camp battles uh the, over 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 the beginning of the season was it was just entertaining to watch you know uh, Thomas Bryant and, and and Mo Wagner go at it you know one on one on a daily basis mm-hmm. and I'd say that you know. They 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 were they were very competitive with each other and they mm. and they looked very comfortable as far as you know their skill sets and once the regular season has started you know uh, Mo has actually you know kind of played like the best center on the Wizards team so far this year uh, what what have your been what what have been your impressions of Mo uh, so far this year and, and and who do you think has been the best Wizard center so far this season?
0: I think Mo has been the best center uh, offensively. I think Mo. My thing about Mo for in terms of defense, he could get a little stronger. I think mean, that would be his kind of this thing he would have to work on over you know over the next couple of seasons and his you know to, to to kind of build his um his basket his basketball game. Uh, but I think I, I think as a skill in terms of skill set, I think offensively Mo Wagner is it's heads and shoulders over Thomas Bryant because one Mo Mo Wagner is better to me, a better passer. Mo Wagner is a better shooter. Um, I think the post game is about. I mean, I mean, you can got to get Thomas Bryant, you know, the heads up on a post game, but it's very limited because he they don't post it. They don't post that much because you have Bradley, you feature Bradley Bill. Uh But when you're looking at Mo Wagner, pick and pop, um, you see this guy scored 30 not too long ago, and, and a high, and he's, he shoots from a high percentage. I mean, I mean, his efficiency is way more impressive than Thomas Bryant. So when I look at Mo Wagner, I just think that he's a better player. And again, it goes back to this. It's about the fit for your starting five, like your starting unit and spacing. Like, who would you rather, if you're running a two-man game with, with Bradley Bill, who would you rather run it with? Would you rather run it with Thomas Bryant or Mo Wagner? You know what I mean? So I would rather run it with Mo Wagner because, again, it makes it e- makes life easier for um, uh, Bradley Bill. makes life easy. If you want to run it with Isaiah, it makes life easier for Isaiah. Um, you know, Thomas Bryant still working on his jumper. I mean, he's kind of stretched it out to shoot threes, but before the game I think he was shooting like twenty six percent from three, which is really which is really which isn't good. Um so but you got Mo Wagner who shoots from shoots the three ball at a higher clip. So I just think that Mo Wagner for this for what the for what for what they are running the Wizards are running offensively, I think Mo Wagner's a better fit and and, and has been the better center. Yeah, I think he's
2: been the better center. But I, I'm not sure if I would put Mo into the starting lineup. I mm-hmm. think that you know there, um, you know when, when, when you're when you're talking about going up against starting caliber NBA centers, like there's a certain level of physicality. Of course, that yeah, I, I get it. I don't think that Mo is ready to to play at yet. Yeah. And even though Thomas Bryant is kind of struggling with the, I just think that his frame is just much more built to 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 play up against, you know, uh, some a, a guy like 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 if they, if they, if they if they're playing the. The the ers seventy sixers. Oh, that's know, a problem. That's a problem everybody. I don't, I don't want Mo Wagner coming out
0: starting that's,
2: the game guarding Joel like, That's a problem for everybody though. That's a problem yeah, to everybody I don't though. I think that's why. But you know, <laughs> I think that a, a, a lot of times what we talk about with uh, sports, it's not about who starts the game; it's about who finishes the mm-hmm. game. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I think that Mo Mo and Bertans have proven to be, you know, very capable players of being in. The Washington Wizards closing lineup, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and that's more important than being in the starting lineup. And yeah. So you know, where you get you look at a guy like Rui Hashimura. I mean, you know, if Bertans has played better than Hashimura this season, mm. uh, but but Rui is the starter because you know, I mean, the team is making millions of dollars from all of his uh, all of his broadcasting rights in Japan.
0: Oh, no, he, he's,
2: he's big in Japan, and so that that. I always knew that that he was going to come into the year starting. Uh, I remember I used to have conversations with you know other uh, 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 beat reporters at uh, mm-hmm. the Wizards, and you know they they just couldn't see Rui starting. And I'm like, you guys might be a little new around here, but I <laughs> always going to get to that money. But I, I knew Rui was going to start from the beginning. What, but, what, but I was what, gonna say, like, like like I said, it's not about uh, who starts; it's about who closes. And yeah. so you know, I don't have a problem with. Uh, Thomas Bryant and Rui starting games yeah. and Moe and Bertans finishing
0: games. Yeah, but I don't think I think Rui see, again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you, like I I'm fair. But like so the Rui thing, I didn't think when they when it, when the Wizards drafted Rui, I was like I'm not sure about Rui. But when when I saw Rui play in, in preseason and I've seen him play enough in summer league and whatnot, even in regular season games, Rui has like thorough ability. Like I don't want I, like I'm not even bashing Rui. I'm not even when I talk about Rui as a starter, I think Rui should start. I think Rui's got game. I, to be honest with you, Rui's production isn't Rui's fault. Like, I'm not even – my I, my issue with that isn't Rui. Like, I think Rui, Rui should finish games. Rui should start and finish games if 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 it's done correctly. You know what I'm saying? If it's done correctly, Rui should – because Rui would be featured a little bit more and Rui, we would see the true value of Rui. I don't think we're seeing the true value of Rui. Now, when it comes to, like um, – I think um, when we talk about Mo Wagner and also uh, Thomas Bryant, they're featured in a decent way to point. We can have a good comparison of the two. You know what I mean? Like because they're featured almost in a similar way in terms of how they've been using the five spot. I think that Mo has been more efficient than than Thomas Bryant. But you're right though. You know it's all about how you who finishes games. Starters don't really. I mean, whoever starts starts. But when you the, the main thing is about finishing the game. Who's closing the game out? Because that means you trust. Those individuals more. Yeah, of course, of course, and I think you know when when, when I look
2: at Rui, uh, you know Rui, he he is very polished as a as an NBA scorer already, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. but there,
2: there's really not much else about his game that's really polished. Like yeah. he's not a good passer, he's not really a good defender, he doesn't really have a good feel. Like mm-hmm. Bertans is to me just has a much better feel for the mm-hmm. game. Like mm-hmm. they're running, they're running Bertans and uh, Mo. Pick and rolls where Berton is the is the uh, and, and, and is is the is initiator of the offense. Like he's yeah. running the pick and roll and dishing mm-hmm. it off to Mo. Like you no, know, they're like like Bertans is just a much more skilled player than I believe Rui is at this point. But Rui is still going to grow. Yeah. And you know at least it won't be a Troy Brown situation where he won't nah. play. Like <laughs> last year, you know Rui Rui is going to play. You know, twenty five minutes a night, thirty minutes a night. So you know, I I think that we we just have to be patient and allow him to grow as a player.
0: Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I I wanted to uh, talk about so like the, the the Wizards they went on a three game road trip mm-hmm. and you know they, they they lost two of those games. They went to Boston and they played a competitive game. They 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 went to Minnesota and you know with with withstood Carl uh, Anthony Towns' onslaught in the in the second uh, quarter. And they won that game, and you know this this game right here is a game against the Orlando Magic team where you know Brad was the best player on the court, yep. and you know they, they should have they should have played better. They should have put themselves in a position to to to, to win uh, a little bit better than what they did. So I, I'd have to say that it was a a, a disappointing road trip for the team, um, but but you know it, it's still a long season, and you know I I, I have to say that you know those people who uh who, who thought that the Wizards were going to be pretty bad they they're looking very uh very prophetic right now because the <laughs> Wizards are 3 and 8 on the season and you know it, it doesn't really appear that you know this, this team is going to be competing in, in, in a lot more games at, at the, than what they already are
0: yeah i just think that you know like the east what well, east is like again east is weak other than a couple like the the three main teams the East is pretty much it's pretty much I mean it's it's not the strongest of, of the two uh, conferences, but they have an opportunity if you know certain things go their way you know certain players step up um, certain some consistency like obviously going to need Rui to step up uh, Bradley to still has to play at this high level it's a lot to put on Bradley Beal he's going to continue he's going to have to play at this level for a while Isaiah has to you know come to form in terms of being a guy that's close to the guy they saw in Boston. But I know I'm, I am know, know I'm, say, I'm say, saying a lot. There's a lot of ifs and things have to happen for for the team to be very competitive. But I mean, it's out there, man. You score yeah, a lot of that, points. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna
2: tell you this right now. Uh, well, man, yeah. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think a lot of those ifs are going to pass. I know, <laughs> I, know right? I know, right?
0: I know. You score a lot of <laughs> points though, so, bro. Like they score a lot of points. Like my thing is, like, man, you you score, you scoring the buck, you scoring the ball. Like, just give, strap, up, up, so know, just strap up a little bit. I know, just strap up a little because. You know, I've always been like I coach when I coach ball and I, you know, defense is about effort and putting people in the right position. But well, it's more about effort too and it's about a, it's a mentality. And you're like, yo, like 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 coach that up. Like mentality. Bring the dog, like practice. It's gotta be like it it's gotta be an amber because I feel like by watching the Wizards and I'm not and I'm not having the practices or that, and anything like that. But it looks like the main focus has definitely been offense. Like it's all you worried about was offense. Or even worried about jacking up threes and nothing about offense. And you could tell, like you see it. But you could tell like you lacked stuff, you lacked stuff, you you're very lax on defense. Like you weren't really trying to focus on that because I get being a bad defensive team, but a porous defensive team is something that showed to me it's like, all right, that's not that's not something that you really focused on throughout the process. Yeah,
2: no, I mean I think that you like like you said, the effort the effort I think for the most part has been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're they're they like, you know, we are withstanding some some lapses from IT and a couple yeah, other of other guys. Mm-hmm. But I mean they, they gotta be smarter. They gotta be in position. They gotta be where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, they they don't have enough talent to to you know to to not be in the right position. And I I again I think you know, a part of that goes back to coaching. Yeah. So we, we 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 can keep harping on this all day.
0: I know. But, it's, it's unfortunate. Know, <laughs> exactly.
2: It's very, it's very unfortunate,
0: man. It's very unfortunate. But
2: you know what? It's a long season that we have in front of us, and but we'll, we'll yeah. have plenty of opportunities to to evaluate this team from a from a from a a, a big picture perspective, and you know, stand on the ground level and looking at you know each individual game as we just did uh, tonight, man. I wanted to thank you for coming on, man. I greatly appreciate it, man.
0: You know, and, I appreciate I also you, man. Want to
2: give this time for you to. You know, go ahead and, and, and plug yourself and plug your work, and let the people know about the urban sports scene and, and where they can find you.
0: You can find, they can find. Me. Well, thanks, man. First of all, thank you. I'm blessed to like to be on here. I appreciate you, my man. Um, so, you can catch me on Twitter. Or catch, uh, catch, catch me on Twitter at Urban Sports Scene. Um, it's uh, also, you know, we have a podcast that's featured every Tuesday live uh, from eight to nine uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sometimes run a little over, but. You can also catch us it on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, all that good jazz. This podcast is being featured on, um, and also, and, and you know, we just talk about all sports, man. We talk about the skins, we talk about the wizards, uh, we talk about
2: yeah, I talk uh, about boxing. UFC, we talk about boxing, you already talk
0: you about, about, all, about boxing. I, don't, USC, I don't. I ain't go lie. I don't do USC, but I do boxing though. We do boxing though.
2: I say yeah. it in baseball.
0: We talk about all. I'm not really keen on U.S.C. yet. I need to get my game up on that. But um, boxing, definitely boxing, man. But. uh yeah, well, and we have we have great guests on the show, like my man Troy. Man, Troy is awesome, man. He comes to talk about the Wizards, and we 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 enjoy talk. We we enjoy chopping it up with Troy, man, because he's so insightful about what uh, about Wizards talk and basketball in general.
2: Yeah, man. You know, it, it's it,
0: we, I feel I
2: feel like you know people, uh, you know, all of you you and, and, and Ray and and everybody. Shout out to my guy Armand Lee, who comes on my show, comes on mm-hmm. your show.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: you know, there, there's, there, there's there's a, there's a lot of good insightful conversations out there uh, that that are happening surrounding the Wizards. I mean mm-hmm. and it's coming from people who, you know, generally, you know, are, are involved in the game and, and love love watching the game and just love mm-hmm. talking about it. So, of course, you, you know, I think I think that the, the the listeners in the in the DC metropolitan area are very blessed to have such a, such, such great content providers.
0: My man you know, I appreciate you, my man. <laughs> yeah, man,
2: of course, of course, man. But yeah, I gotta, I got I gotta have you. Gotta catch you up. At, at one of these games coming up soon, man. When, when next time you gonna come up to the arena? I'm man. trying.
0: I'm trying to get there for the Spurs game. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. I'm trying yeah, to get the Yeah, we'll see, game. man. You got,
2: hey, man. You got. You gotta be putting in those uh, PR requests early. I know, man.
0: man. Well, my people are supposed to be supposed out, doing that like, for 40 me, man. Japanese
2: media I, they, they,
0: I know. I was talking to there work. every day. So, Look, like, man. I think I got knocked out because of that. That's a whole different situation, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. you got to start harassing people with the arena. I know, <laughs> man.
2: Stop, like, like. Uh, like like how they do with the with, 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 with the Gmail. If you send an email and then they'll they'll tell you such and such has not replied to your email. It's been five days. It's like yo, do do we want to get passive aggressive with it now? Like,
0: <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah I, yep. I, I, I've been like, like I was I was supposed to get the season stuff, but something happened. It is with this. I, my, the Fox people told me something different uh, because, and I was like, you know what? I think it's because of the whole Rui. In, the ruin infatuation. I, I,
2: it's no, it's no. Think no, it is because of that. it is because I of it, I'm you, <laughs> thing. I, I know, I know it, bro. I know. I know. Yeah, so you know, you know. We 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 got we got to stay on the grind out here. We man. do, man. I tell you, the the, 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 the Japanese media, they there and they ain't going anywhere. <laughs> I I know, I know, I see. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, man, my brother. I greatly appreciate you coming on. Thanks again, man. Hey, no problem. Anytime, my man.
0: Yep.
1: Wizards. yeah you know what I mean. When I'm blue, I'm on the net. Girl, she was for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. all these girls to a rake. I've been playing since I was a fetus. Young PG legend like Gilbert Arenas. Now I'm chilling back, giving advice. I buy my girl shit that don't matter the price. They see that I'm taking, they try getting past. Label money, I just telling advance. I ain't cheating, I'm just trying to dance. She just trying to have me up in the trance. I'm in a strip club like Bucky. They just trying to make some bucks Love when I slap down my ones, but it bounced like a ball when I struck it So if you ever see a real nigga like me, just let them live and just be how it be Go to the club with them two and you'll see, live with a J, we'd we'll be on the same team I want a I like the Wizards, yeah, you know what I mean When I'm blowing on the net, girl shooting shots for the team I was in high school dreams, now I'm moves looking clean Teaching game like a dean, coach all these girls to a ring I want a I like the Wizards, yeah, you know what I mean when I'm blue, I'm the net. Girls, she was shot for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free
0: on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.